Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Film Core Cast, the podcast where we do movie reviews and talk about everything film. On this episode, we'll be talking about Morbius, talking about Film Core Digital, and as always, getting off topic. Let's get into it. What's going on, everyone? I'm your host, James Paul Shepard, and here with me today is Josh Shepard. How's it going? Josh Redemar. What's up? And Dylan Painter. Howdy. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. Good. Still, still doing around crazy. You guys, you guys still doing good? Everybody's all right? Yeah, we're uh, still doing good. <laughs> last five minutes have been okay. All right. Right. Yeah. Dylan had a busy no day today. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I was, I was late. I... You will never know the mistake. I don't know why we brought it up. <laughs> just to put me on blast. Just to put me on blast. He got off saying, on the wrong exit to his house. I'm, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just saying you might you might find a clip of that, just that error on the Film Core cast page this week. Um, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Because it was recording. Um, yeah. So everybody's doing well. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm uh, I'm actually I'm super excited for this coming week. I'm gonna go see Sonic Two. Super excited about it. We we've been we've been uh, tossing that around, yeah. seeing if we're gonna talk about that on the podcast. I don't know. Maybe we might we might be on there. Right. I need a I need a palate cleanser, if you will. <laughs> you gonna watch know, the first one first part. to make sure? Oh to, no! To, to, to see, remember what happened? Yeah. No, I think I got it, but. <laughs> Anyway. I'm definitely gonna do yeah. that. I know Josh. I, I know Shepard asked you because he hasn't seen the first one yet. Yeah, I haven't seen the first one yet. I I would. St- I told my buddy that I stayed overnight uh, in Am- Amarillo. It's just like two hours away. But um, I uh, I told him I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go see it uh, Saturday. And uh, he was like, dude, I still haven't even seen the first one. And I was like, man, I, it's good. It's definitely good enough to go see. So good. Oh yeah, out. yeah, definitely. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you should enjoy it. Definitely good. Um, so, Filmcore digital stuff. Uh, we had a little setback with some personal stuff dealing with um, the past week. Um, but taking care of it, we're focusing on what needs to be done. And we're getting back into creating all this content for you guys. Filmcore digital is actually getting back to the roots of why Filmcore digital was created. And that was for to get my acting and filmmaking out there and bring a place for everybody local that wants to get involved in filmmaking and acting and stuff, a place to get out there and just start making great content. So with that said, I put out uh, some fillers um, to feel around people to see if they wanted, you know, I guess I got to watch what I say. I can't f- say I filled people. Filling filling yeah. them up because yeah, don't yeah, kill people. 20, yeah, twenty 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 two. I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> um, but with uh, that, we I put some posts out. People have actually contacted me, very interested in being part of the film core team and building and shooting and uh, just filming. I uh, actually had somebody interested in directing. Somebody ex- interested in um, writing some scripts for us. So that's what we're going to be doing this year is getting a whole bunch of 
content out. I've got a list of film festivals coming up. I think the first one is end of May. So that gives us plenty of time to shoot a short film for that uh, festival. And then, uh, yeah, if you guys are listening to the podcast, um, if you're watching the podcast, if you want to get involved and if you're interested in you're in the Southwest Florida area, definitely uh, send me a message, filmcoredigital at gmail.com. Find filmcoredigital on Facebook. Send us a message there. Definitely interested. And if you're not local and you want to get involved and you have a camera or something like that, um, you have a good mic, we could write some because we write all of our own scripts so we can write something for you in the uh, episode or the short film or whatever that has you do a voiceover, say you're on the phone or like you're doing a report on the TV, you do your scene, send us the footage. You know, we can work things out. I like to help anybody and everybody. And if you want to be part of it, it gives you a place to come and show off your talent. So definitely getting into that. But with that being said, that's all the Filmcore digital stuff. So let's get in to what everybody came here for. And it's this movie, Morbius. So, biochemist Michael Morbius tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but he inadvertently affects himself with a form of vampirism instead. Written by Matt Shazama and Burke Sharpless. Directed by... both of them. Yeah. Directed by Daniel Espinoza. Uh, starring Jared Leto, Matt Smith, Adria Arjona, 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 and Tyrese Gibson. Some other cool people in there as well. Critics giving this film sixteen percent. Why? Why the audience has moved up a little bit and has given it a seventy percent. So when I first looked at that, that was around the same thing with um, with that. It was about the same 16%. I know when I first looked at it, it was actually zero because the movie didn't come out yet, but it was still... And I think the critics were at like 14%, so they even went up a little. So we got some people that liked it. Budget on this film. Any guesses on the film except for Josh because, Josh, we talked about it before. Yeah. <clears throat> Dylan Redemar, either one of you guys have an idea? I want to say it's way too high. I want to say, no, I don't have a good guess. What it just lay it on me. I'm gonna go with because of the amount of CGI and special effects involved with a lot of what went on in there, we're probably looking in excess of a hundred mil. Okay, that would be a good guess with with the CG and everything because mm-hmm. it was it was it that was the best part of the movie. But we'll talk about that later. No. That's why I had, after doing the research for this, I have a little more respect for this film. It is only $75 million for the, million. as much as they put into this film. So, I mean, they also didn't have, they also didn't have like a huge acting cast. Like they like didn't Scar- have A-listers. Like, you like know. Scarlett Johansson material where they <laughs> demand they have to have that much money before they can do anything. Um, but... So I mean it's not it's not a great start, but it's halfway there with forty three point eight million after being out for five days. So damn, that's really bad for a Marvel film or Marvel. It, I mean, film. yeah, yeah I, was gonna, I was gonna say technically, yeah, it's in association with Marvel yeah. film. 
Right. But I mean, uh, Sony can only get the Spider-Man films right because I don't think even Venom. They can't even do those by themselves. Really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the No Way Home did. It's it's uh, almost. That's almost, not a Sony movie. That's a Marvel film. That's oh yeah, MCU. it was. That's, yep. Yeah. They, they loaned it over. It was, yep. It was Sony Studios. Yeah, they, like, they teamed together with it, but it wasn't Sony alone, yeah. like this movie is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna go around the table and talk about this film, and we're gonna do something that normally doesn't happen on this podcast because uh, I don't know why, but it's today. I feel spontaneous, and I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go first <laughs> on. On this one, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give you our thoughts. So this movie was amazing. Oh my god! No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. April Fools. Yeah. Um. So the I grew up with the animated series, like all of us have. The animated series right. Morbius was a ba character. Like he was awesome. So yes. cool. Um. I I feel like they got it fifty percent right on this film. The like the ratings, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was re- it was good with the character based like introducing him. It was to right. to to see who the character is. I feel like I was left a little more confused. I guess I don't remember the animated series as much as I thought I did, or maybe they went more comic way. I feel like there were some things that I don't remember ever happening in this movie that happened in the animated series on how we got his ability. Um, I don't remember the second guy ever coming in. The girl, I think, is going to be his main squeeze from the animated series, hopefully. Uh, the So the one thing I can say about this film is Jared Leto's amazing. I mean... He is a fantastic actor. He got put into this role. Um, I think he, as Morbius, did a fantastic job as Morbius. The movie as a whole, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't stand up. It couldn't. It didn't have what it took to be an actual Marvel movie, which was sad because it had so much potential. But because Redemar and I went to the theater and seen this together, and he was talking about something where they were saying that the he he saw something about them saying that the CG and like the the effects and stuff were not up to par. I think the visual effects in this movie were better than a lot of the Marvel films. It, it was the CG was amazing. The way that he felt the wind and stuff when he flew, just his the sonicness. Not Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic, as in the Sonic radar that he has when, because of course bats. Um, it it was fantastic. So the the story was lacking, the acting fantastic, and the visuals amazing. Like even even the cinematography, I thought was awesome, on par with the way they transitioned to different scenes, the color grading, the way they got the mood and everything set. The only thing that I did not like about the CG was the vampireness. Morbius was all right. He was okay the way that he looked. I mean, there's still some things I did not like about the way he looked, but his his counterpart and the way that he looked 
it looked more like undead than like a vampire. Right. It was like, it's like for me, it yeah, felt like yeah, vampires yeah. their characters, like with those prosthetics that they had. I don't yeah. know if you guys remember that TV show, Buffy or uh, mm-hmm. Angel. Yep. Yep. And whenever you saw them transform into their vampire face, that was more or less what we got there. Yeah, it was. It was not the part. I would definitely give this movie a three out of five. Um, I would definitely recommend to see it if you grew up with Morbius, the character, and had everything you know about the story. I guess if you know about the story, I wouldn't see it unless it is to what the story you know, because I apparently don't know the story as much as I thought I did. But I would give it a three. I would recommend to go see it just because it's a Marvel movie. If it wasn't part of Marvel, wasn't part of Spider-Man, I would say wait for it to come on DVD. Um, but that's my opinion on this film. Let's hand it over to... Let's hand it over to Dylan. All right. I, feel like, I feel like he's got something to say because he took so long to get in here, he was pondering what he was going to say. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, dude, okay, so like, here's the thing. I feel like what the difference between critics and and what the audience are voting it like it's funny that it is a 70 percent which like in school you know is a passing grade well i've had a teacher i've had multiple teachers but one teacher in particular he was just like you know what i'm just gonna i really like you and I'm, i'm gonna pass you he would like do that on my tests but you know and so it's like it's like that like you didn't really earn a passing grade, but you tried. I definitely agree with you, James, that um, I liked, I liked, okay, like I liked Jared Leto in it, but at times I felt like his adversary had more like of a development than he did in the movie. Like it didn't, the scales, like, and like Josh said, those, the screenwriting, the the scene dude my wife was like i don't know who wrote i don't know who wrote the cop the fbi agent who wrote uh, their scripts oh god like, yeah that dude, was so they bad. were and i started thinking about it and i was like i'm thinking about what they added to the story Nothing. they reminded me of no. the uh the fbi they, in ant-man i don't know if you remember in ant-man how there was like yeah they they were just kind of there for like comedic relief that's yes, not what yes. Well, no, in Ant Man, it was a there actually yeah, was a viable had, reason yeah, because he, he had, had more. Home. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, but I get what you're saying, Redemar, that they were definitely there for comic relief, but which wasn't really dang, funny. dude. Not, no, yeah, everything they said, I was like cheesy, bro. Like I cannot <laughs> with you. It, and ser- my wife, we first thing she said, she was like, "Oh my god, I don't know who wrote that." She was like, "Those cops, like, were driving me crazy." And, uh, it, but I do, I thought it was good, um, that I thought I liked a lot of symbolism in that movie. Like if you notice when she was like on the roof, you know, and when, okay. Anyway, there's a blue and a red light, like, and they're, they're like, she's laying on it and he's on the red side. It's kind of funny. Like that transition and, you know, from from how he's like sustaining his energy. And um, it was just interesting. There was some cool symbolism symbolism in it. Um, but overall, man, I was like, dude, I, 
I was so bummed. I was so bummed. Like overall, I mean, honestly, me, I would probably give it like, uh, I'd, I'd definitely give it a three out of five too. Yeah, three, three out of five. And I wanted it to be a four. You know, I really did. Mm-hmm. But I tried to push for that four too. It just the visuals yeah. is what got me to the three. Okay. Yes, you said about the visuals. There's one thing in particular I really like how they did the subtleties of like when he would just kind of like growl and it would just he would turn and look and he'd kind of and it would just very briefly and then go away. It was super smooth. Like I really liked the little parts of it, but it was cool. It was very visually, you know, very neat, like him when he's flying and. Yeah, it's it's really you cool. Pay attention to his ears when he was listening. Yes, yeah. dude. The little, the little whip. Yes. Yeah, that, was, really cool. that yes. was awesome. Yeah, and it happened a couple times where he was like just listening, and it wasn't like super focused on his ears, but you could still see it doing mm-hmm. it. It was it, it was, was really pretty neat. Well man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got another three out of five. Redemar, what do you think about this film? <laughs> All right. Um, so I'll I'll just start off by giving my score. I'm in line with you guys on the three out of five. Um, but I mean, ultimately, when I when I look at this film, I feel like we got shortchanged. Mm-hmm. I really felt that if they had given us an extra thirty minutes, made it a two hour and fifteen minute movie, uh, we would have gotten an extra thirty minutes for character development to see where we were going and where how we got there, because. Like, for example, look at the opening scene of the film. He puts his hand through the harp, cuts his hand. Well, he cuts his hand, puts it through the harp, and then the bats show up. Then it fades to black, and then we're like 25 years in the past. You know, I feel like we should have gotten a little bit more content out of that before making that transition. Right. You know, Um, as far as, you know, him having an illness and having to cure himself, all that stuff is, you know, Right on point with the comics, um, and you know what? Because I mean, in the animated series for Spider-Man, that's exactly what happened. He was yeah. just trying to cure himself of an ailment. Um, in terms of the character Milo, I don't know that he's a uh, comic book um, accurate. I don't even know if he exists. You know, um, I know that the Morbius does have its own individual uh, title series for comics, and I haven't checked those out yet. But he may or may not be an actual character there. Uh, in terms of his character having better development uh, in powers, I think it was just the fact that he started off with red blood. He never once even bothered mm. with the blue. Whereas, and, and, and he even calls um, Morbius out in the film saying, you know, I want him to be able to accept us for who, who we are and how we are. You know, and he keeps trying to hide it. You know, well, I'm not going to do that. So he was all about red blood from the beginning. So he was getting stronger and he was developing faster. And it was like he was catching on to other things um, that Morbius, you know, wasn't. Or, you know, and then Morbius, being the scientific mind that he is, figured out how to fly before Milo did. And that's why he was able to get away in the train station. Right. You know? um, overall, I thought the movie was great. Love the CGI. Um, but yeah, I'm, I can't budge past that uh, yeah. at three out of five without more story. I really hope that we get a director's cut of this film um, that right. really like elaborates on the character. Because it really did have a lot of potential. 
Mm. And I it did. Wish, they need to and, stop doing that, though. Yeah. Exactly. And I, cuts, too, I wish to God it. we had a better sense of which Spider Verse is he actually in. Right. Andrew okay. Garfield. Well, that's the thing. You'd think that. No, but... the director's already said it. Oh, they did? Yeah. Okay. That's going to be Andrew Garfield's. Because I say they mentioned the incident in San Francisco, which would be Venom, which is not mm-hmm. part of the MCU either. Exactly. And yeah. then, um, whatchamacallit, you see um, Michael Keaton's character show up and... Hey, no spoilers. Well, it was <laughs> I mean, we all know he's not in Andrew Garfield's movie. It's in the trailer. So that, that will let slide. You can't tell how or why or what. As, as, right. Yeah, because you got, you got the how he comes in. No, I know. I didn't say that part. I'm just saying when you look at it, he's definitely not Andrew Garfield's universe. But he's there now. No, because he's part of the MCU. Yeah, he's exactly. part of the MCU. He's Tom Holland's. So, yeah, I know. I know where he's from. I'm just saying, like, that's what throws this whole thing off. You know, what universe is he really in? What is he a part of? Because of that, can Vulture go just between the universes? <laughs> they explained that. They yeah. did? Uh, yeah. yeah they we can't, can't spoil it. Can't spoil it, but yeah. They yeah, yeah. It. If, we'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah, whoever's listening, whoever's listening they, they know if you guys are following the movies and everything that happened, Venom, uh, Spider-Man, all that, you know what happened and how he got there, and we'll leave it at that. We're not going to spoil it for you. Um, the trailer does show that you guys are there, that he is there. So that wasn't a spoil. So you can listen further to the podcast. We we won't, we won't spoil anything for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, they know how they know how we got there. It does explain it. Um, Shepard, Josh, I know, I know like you along with Dylan were advocating for this movie for months before it came out. Like yes. that was all we talked about on the podcast on upcoming films, yes. <laughs> except for the Spider-Man. Uh, that was that was the other one. But yeah. what were your thoughts on this film? Um, I'll just start off right and say I was disappointed as well in myself um, on how it how it went. Um, I will start. I'll go ahead and give my score as well. I'm right with you guys. It's three out of five. Um, um, biggest thing that kept me there was visuals and that it was a good introductory movie to the character that was pretty much it that's all this movie was um which was kind of what made me disappointed and stuff now i do have quite a few morbius comics and stuff i don't have anything like like a complete series and stuff i just have here and there based off covers and stuff um so you know i've i love the character and i love what he does um they are like redomar said they are the storyline does go off the comics and stuff. Now to what I've seen, because I've been re-watching the Spider-Man animated series that you mentioned. Um, his was more based on a science project, trying to get up one up on Peter Parker. Not that he was actually sick. Um, in the and, animated series. Yeah, in the animated series, there was actually nothing wrong with him. He was just trying to one up Peter Parker and, and his for you know, science Felicia, project. Right? Yeah, for Felicia. And he actually mm-hmm. ended up use, finding Peter Parker's blood and trying to use it. As right. his project, and something happened. He got fused with a bat, and he actually got fused with a bat, not like his blood or anything. He actually got fused with a bat, and then that's he became 
And that's, then, that, that's one said thing it was that, super, he fused with a bat. Yeah, like so, he, so, and that's how he became Morbius. And then, like later on, it like he because they use like some kind of ray gun for it, and they, and it happens again, and he gets hit with that ray gun, and then he becomes more of a like actual bat. You know, right? So, I'm glad they didn't go in that direction with that because that would have been horrible. Right. Um, but as far as yeah, like the character and stuff, uh, me, and, me and Elizabeth talked about it and stuff, and we were a little off on the best friend being the villain kind of thing and stuff. That was that was so off putting like and everything. Movie. And then, um, but I mean, <laughs> the visuals were good with the the flying and stuff and the fight scenes, and you know, especially when they just paused that every second to just give you that little slow mo and then speed it back up again. You know, it was so smooth and everything was good. The, you know, the ears that you guys mentioned, his uh, sonar and stuff that they did. And I mean, everything was good visually and stuff. And I really liked the character. Uh, oh, yeah. And the way that they uh, when he was for- transforming and you could see his hand just like crinkling and stuff to either transform back or or into Morbius, especially, let's see, when the first time after he f- transformed and he was kind of going back to cripple. And the way that, like, it makes it look creepy because the way he was just started kind of walking and stuff. Right. But yeah, the, the way, way they did those kinda... visuals, yeah, the way they did yeah. the visuals and stuff on everything like that was really awesome. Um, and I will agree with James on the the whole facial thing, especially with uh, the villain's character, because it just looked like the way they sucked in his cheeks and everything. He just looked like a zombie, basically, instead of with with vampire teeth. And uh, you know, the and it's the just... character from uh, the the uh, the mummy from the mummy. Mummy yeah. three or whatever, yeah. Yeah. right? When it gets starts to the point where he's like half skin and half still, yeah, yeah. It was that was that was a really bad point. And then I'll agree with Dylan on the via the uh, FBI characters. They were, I was I was excited to see Tyrese in a in a Marvel movie because I mean he's an okay actor and he's done pretty good in other stuff, but like his character in this was just so dry and and everything and it wasn't overall wasn't really good. But three out of five. Like James said, go see it because it is going to be part of a Spider Verse, <laughs> and you got to just kind of see it so it's part of it and everything like that. But outside of that, I mean, depending on how you feel, you might just wait until DVD. Yeah. So the consensus here is a three out of five. Stamp it. Um, only didn't... because because the animation tried so hard that I mean that's the only reason. So don't go, don't go thinking this is gonna fly with something else that's not Marvel, because yeah. <laughs> you give us a a movie like this that's not Marvel, and we're gonna poop. Oh all yeah. yeah, 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 <laughs> Def- <laughs> definitely. Uh, as you as you heard us on Reminiscence. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> we, we tore that movie up. That I think that is. Oh no, wait. Uh, it was one that didn't make it. Uh, actually, last week. Uh, no, the week before last, we actually Affleck got movie. on, we recorded uh, Deep Water, yeah. but we had some technical difficulties with audio and stuff, and that actually got the mark for the worst film that we have technically done I, on the podcast. Yeah, yes. that must have been during during my busy time. Yeah, that is yeah, a do not. You're so lucky, dude. You yeah, got so lucky. lucky. I got. I lucked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely made. Uh, yeah, that. Whew. Onto the bonus trivia fun fact stuff about this film. Uh, you can actually see a glimpse of Morbius in the 1998 Blade DVD in a deleted scene. Really? Nice. Did not know that. 
Nope. Dude, I really want to go check that out. Yeah, I, I got to go check Blade. that out now. I have a Blade DVD. Like, I have all three of them. So. Uh, another fun fact about this is apparently Matt Smith was not interested in doing any superhero movies. And he's actually turned down multiple ones of previous. It doesn't say what films he's turned down. Oh. But the only reason that he did this one is because of the work that Daniel Espinoza has done with Doctor Who and co-star Karen Gillan or Gillian. Yeah, she's uh, Marvel now. Yep. Who portrays uh, Nebula. Nebula. Yep. Nebula. So mm-hmm. she talked to him apparently and because Daniel Espinoza was doing this movie, he agreed to do this movie. Well, that's so, going to turn out to be a crap deal for him, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's, he's rethinking it now. He's like, oh, man, I should have stuck I with the gun. wrong Marvel, man. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, that is super funny. Um, apparently, the New York scenes, all the New York scenes were not in New York. Oh, they, right. were, they were in Manchester, uh, United Kingdom. Oh. Uh, I wouldn't have guessed see. that, but... I wouldn't have either, but good sub out, I guess. So in the subway scene, several ads and posters are seen in the background with names of Thomas and Kane. Uh, an obvious nod to Rob Thomas and Gil Kane, who were the creators of the Marvel superhero Iron Fist. Ah, mm. oh, here we go. Let's see what this one has to say about Tyrese Gibson. Oh. was in talks to play... Luke Cage. Oh, I'm glad they didn't go with him. And the big screen presentation yeah. of the character. No. And uh, yeah, no. we are definitely. No. I, because I'd rather of, the guy from the Netflix series come back. For yeah. sure, dude. Me too. Uh, I, I mean, agree. I didn't care for that. The Luke Cage series. I didn't series care for the Luke all, Cage series at all either. But, but he definitely portrayed it very well. But apparently, yeah. I don't know if you guys knew this. I didn't know this. Michael Morbius is the scientist who gave Luke Cage his powers. Oh, really? snap. I did not know really? that. Really? Yeah, because they, they don't even remotely even talk about that in the, in the series. No, yeah, Like, who actually was the person who gave it to him. So huh. that's, uh, that's, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Jared yeah, Leto was... Wait, hold on. That, how could that even how be old possible, is Jared though? Leto? Because, yeah. Well, not only that Jared Leto, but Michael Morbius, because that happened I mean, that, back that's what in I missed, the 70s bad. or whatever. Yeah, right. I was just thinking can that. You imagine what, like, can you imagine Jared Leto out here giving people vampire powers? <laughs> <laughs> that's, why that's why he's a good actor in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Dude, actually, something that I thought about, I hadn't thought about this movie in a long time because a part of me is like, shut that off from your brain forever, is uh, Requiem for a Dream. That's you remember, yep. dude. He, he's the he's the guy. Yep. I I totally forgot, and I, it just makes me think at the end of that movie. Oh, it makes me sick to my stomach, man. It's terrible. one of one of my favorite movies with him in it is, and one of the first ones that I saw him in was uh, American Psycho with Christian Bateman, mm-hmm. right? Or <laughs> Christian Bateman. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. His name was his name was Christian Patrick Bateman. Bateman. His name was Patrick Bateman. By Christian Bale played Patrick Bateman in the film. Man, we are fumbling over everybody's names today. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. The original cut had Carnage as one of Morbius's prisoners, 
before the film was reshuffled and placed eight movies ahead of it. So they cut that out. So that would have been cool to see Carnage in uh, Morbius. Yeah. That would have been something interesting. Yeah, but that would have been a hard thing to really, like, how, why would he have had it and everything like that. Yeah, and how how long, yeah, it would have just caused more. Everybody questioning. When is this happening, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. But a lot more confusion and stuff. The whole timeline's a mess right now. Okay, this is interesting. Jared Leto claims that Michael Morbius' personality was close enough to his own that he didn't find it necessary to use his famous method approach in portraying this character. Because nice. he's a method. Jared Leto's a method actor. Yes, he is. Right. So apparently he didn't need to because he felt that it was more of him. Nice. He related. Which, which I'm really glad to see that even though this movie wasn't that great, uh, to see Jared Leto get a second chance in a superhero movie because him as the Joker was just god awful. Even though it was his fault. This movie was bad, but I feel like he did a better Morbius than he did Joker. Hands oh, that is. Except for Snyder Cut, though. Even better than Snyder Cut. They had he was in that one scene at the end with with what's his name? The with Batman and stuff at the, the end. The crappy Batman. Uh, but, yeah, that's all the uh, the fun facts that we have um, for this film. There's not much going on with that. What? You know what? Let's take this time to thank our Film Corps crew members. Yes, thank you. And those members are Vicky and David Ingblom. Dustin Clark, Bobby Saravanera, Little Thrusty, Danny Galwin, Carl Robbins, and Dylan Painter. Appreciate you guys all for supporting Filmcore Digital and the Filmcore cast. And yes. if you guys want to see this video, if you want to get the other benefits of being a Filmcore crew member, like a free t-shirt after four months, <clears throat> Dylan's guys in the mail coming his way. Dude, um, I was just about to, but I was about to be like, "Where's the shirt, James? Where's got, the shirt?" You got two colors to choose from. Really cool. Uh, we're we're providing a lot of awesome benefits, and you'll have uh, when the when the website's up and running, almost done, almost done. Hopefully, this will be the last week. But there is a special login page that you will that Filmcore crew members go to to get all the benefits on those pages. And you get 15% off of all merchandise in the film core merchandise area. So definitely think about that. Check it out. The website will be up and running soon. So appreciate you guys again for checking that out and you guys for supporting it. So, you know what? I think we're going to get on to what have you guys seen this week? Okay. In the past two weeks, that you I guess would that, like some, to talk about. Somebody wants to go first. He's, <laughs> I, he's like, I've been so, waiting for the off-topic moment. I've been, I well, to tell you, one, I think one of the I, I listened to. So on the way, I was driving a lot, and so I listened to our podcast on the Adam Project because I hadn't listened to that one yet. It's weird to me to. It's like rewatching my own streams. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's parts that I want to hear again, and then there's parts that I want to be like, okay, yeah, never mind. But um, so I listened to it, and it was the episode where you guys—I don't remember who told me—but you were like, you gotta start watching the boys. 
right? And me and my wife, it was like a week and a half ago, done, finished it. We watched all of, we binged it, dude. Loved that show. Oh, yeah. So thank you oh, for yeah. the recommendation. Such a good show. It was awesome. I just started this week, Titans, which is a show you told me about. Oh, yeah. And it's a good show. Th- yep. I need dude, to watch that first episode, three. first episode, I was like, I'm in. Like, yep. I, yeah. I, yeah. As soon as Homeboy shot, uh, shot, they got shot in the face, I was like, oh, dang. Like, okay, I'm in it. I'm in this show now, dude. Yeah. I think that's it's, going uh, on season three. It's on yeah, season they, three now. Titans. Titans. Yeah. The Titans, yeah. not the Teen Titans. Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Not Teen Titans. Titans. It's a live action. Just, of, it's a live action Titans. Teen Titans, but it's not. Yeah. It's yeah, called, I know what you're yeah. It's just called Titans. But definitely, definitely yeah. a good show. Um, I need to watch season three myself. Uh, I actually popped on. I think they're on season four of Young Justice. Really? Yeah. I just looked today. I was looking. I was like, man, I'm gonna see if it's oh, okay. ready to I know, go. I know, I know why though, because they had seasons one and two, and then they skipped quite a few years, and then right about when they're getting ready to start filming season three of Titans, the they started season three of Young Justice and. Yeah, basically brought it back and everything. And have, have you guys uh, watched the show Invincible? Yes, it was a great show. Oh yes, on Amazon. Yes. Yep. No, they, have a, they have a season two coming out. Um, yeah, the, awesome. the the creator is actually going to be at Comic Con. Um, oh, is, is that that cartoon one superhero one? Yes. Yeah. Where oh, okay. uh, J.K. Simmons plays the dad's voice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's one of those ones where you can just tell who he is immediately. And- yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that's that yeah. a good show. Um, I actually watched Dog this week. Oh yeah, what'd you think? And you like also watched was, Dog and everything else. I did. I was super surprised that I liked it. Huh. Um, Chan Tatum did a really good job. It was a really good movie. I did watch the other one that Josh recommended, Redemar recommended, which was uh, Rescued by Ruby. That was a good movie as well. Uh, that's not Netflix, right? That yes. is on Netflix. It's a yeah. yeah. Grant Gustin, I think his name is yep. the yes. guy who plays Flash. Yep. Uh, he's the main character in that film. Um, and let's let's go ahead and talk about it since we just did a review on a Marvel movie. Uh, just watched both episodes of Moon Knight. Yeah, Ooh. man. Yes, that is we just that is becoming a really good show. Yeah, second episode was really good. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, yeah, so that's that is really good. Uh, what else? What else have we done? What What else is? What's something really coming out? See, I want to see everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once. I, yes. I haven't got a chance to see it yet, and I think well, it's out. No, it's not. So oh, it's we not. we put the poll up because it was apparently an early showing at select theaters, and none of our theaters showed it. It comes out April fifteenth, and that is the review that we're doing on the April fifteenth podcast. Since we're talking about that. Next week's podcast is going to be Sonic 2. So we are going to go see that, and we are going to tell you guys what we think about that film. I'm um, more, I, I think it's going to probably do better than Morbius. <laughs> like, I, for I, real. Probably. I'm sure I think, it will. I think it really will. I, I, Jim really I believe so. Yeah. Um, even the, the everything, everywhere, all at once... Only selected theaters, but apparently has, I think, a 90-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Um, so it it's already a good movie, and it hasn't even been fully shown yet. 
Wow. So, I mean, I guess that could be bad. That could be good. Uh, maybe not enough people saw it. So their, their uh, percentage is higher because the, you know. Right. So with that, what is, uh, we, hey, got, we got one show for you that you didn't mention. What's that? Halo. Yes. Halo. Don't know much about the game. Never really played it growing up. I recently I, played a couple of the new one. Oh, yeah. I played a yeah, few yeah. times. So I don't know the story, but as a show, it is a really good show. Yes, it is. So far. Mm. They still have time I've, to screw it up. I've heard <laughs> that you two saying that is the first positive things I've heard about it. Yeah. All of my friends on Facebook have trashed that show. Oh, and they, say that, they say that it is sucks, that it's terrible, that it's not canon to the games, and that well, they, they hate it. There's, there's, there's definitely some things that aren't, because, I mean, they're going right. to obviously do their own story, but there are a lot of things that are really keeping in line with that first game. It really is. Okay, mm. okay so you have to look at it as this. It, I don't, like I said, I don't know anything about the game. Never played it. Don't know the storyline. Right. You have to look I'm, at it as a show. It is a fantastic show. The cinematography, yes. the visuals in the show, the story so far is is awesome. And they get so many things right with the suits, the guns. I, I don't the have Paramount. Vehicles, so I, I don't have Paramount, so I, I don't have an option to watch it. So uh, 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 get, get with me after the show. We'll, we'll discuss. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss stuff. Um, I, I honestly don't know that I'd... Eh, I mean, I played Halo when I was a kid, but... I couldn't tell you. I know that Halo is like a thing that wraps. It's like a floating space station. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know much about it, but it was. It was a good show. Um, nothing else, guys. Nothing. No, uh, I've been uh, doing. Oh, Halo, Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, I've Lost City. The Lost City we watched last week. Um, that actually turned out to be funnier than I was expecting. Um, oh yeah, the Sandra Bullock movie. My wife. Yeah, with Channing, with Channing Tatum. I will. Mm-hmm. I will tell you this: Brad, um, Brad Pitt's character is very short-lived. Just so you know. I, I kind <laughs> of assumed the way he's in the trailer. I was like, I don't think he's in the movie. Oh, very long. <laughs> but it's it's just it's really funny. I actually thought it was really funny. The story actually made sense. I really like Daniel Radcliffe as a bad guy because mm, uh, this yeah. is the, the second movie I've seen him in where he's like the bad guy. Uh, so, because then now you see me too. He was technically the bad guy in that as well. So, I'm really liking him as a bad guy type. So, to, I mean, to me, he I was very... if, if I was for you guys, I would probably wait until DVD if you didn't already go see it. But DVD probably or get with James after the <laughs> after the show. I, I felt his character in that film was very reminiscent of Pedro Pascal in um, the Wonder Woman film. When his, uh, his, yeah. his villain, I yeah, the money very, just kind of got to him and he just kind of, yeah, wanted I felt everything. The characters were very similar. I thought it was a pretty good movie. I actually think that uh, Brad Pitt's role in Lost City was like an interim thing to prepare him for uh, his new movie, Bullet Train, that's coming out. Yes, that yeah. was really good. Yes, yeah, we'll see that one. <clears throat> there are some great films coming up, but. You'll have to wait for the next podcast to hear our reviews on those ones because we're going to wrap it up here with an episode that we like to call Selfish Plugs. Dylan, 
<laughs> Selfish plugs. Now to you, Dylan. Um, I stream on Facebook Gaming. You can find me at uh, fb.gg slash the word double zero badger. Not don't type the word. L- listen, just go just just go find double O badger on Facebook Gaming, yeah, dude. We uh, actually huge news, man. I got featured on Facebook Gaming this past Saturday morning. Oh, awesome, awesome, dude. dude. Which awesome. which sounds like silly, but I had eight hundred people in my chat. It wow. blew dude. my mind. I've never had so truly. Now this time, I really am a huge success. There you go. There. Right. I'm, glad, I'm glad we got you I, on this episode, though. <laughs> That's why he was, he was so He was signing yeah. autographs for people. It was actually, it was actually um, super uneventful. I got like maybe 10 follows from it and no likes. I still only had 20 likes. Wow. It seemed very suspicious. Yeah, Facebook does it, that to you. Yeah, it seemed a little weird. So also find me on Twitch at (laughs) DoubleOBadger underscore. (laughs) There you go. You can follow the Badger on both platforms. Um, Shepard, Redemart, either one of you guys have any uh, selfish plugs yet? Uh, yeah, I got one. Uh, follow Double O Badger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, you got me hyped. I was like, oh, no good Shogun? I was, I was oh. like, no, not, not yet. Not yet. All right. <laughs> that's probably know. a good, that's a probably good reason to wrap this, wrap this up. <laughs> no, no good nope, Shogun's not live yet, but it will be. It will All be right. Well, yeah, that is our time. That is our time for today. Make sure that you like and subscribe to the Filmcore Digital YouTube channel. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We are on TikTok. We're we're growing steadily over there, surprisingly. So definitely check us all out. Make sure that you check out the Filmcore crew membership perks. And thanks for joining us. And we hope to see you in the next one. Later. Bye. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>